From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and I'm here with Jody Padar, and we are on the floor of the trade show at the AICPA Engage Conference here in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, and it's happy hour. <laughs> I can see the wine being poured over there, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but we're really psyched because we have Bernard um, Bernard Ingram. He is the AVP of Business Development for First Global. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. We're so excited that you're here. I tell you what, it is exciting to be here. And as you, <laughs> as we pan the floor and we see the, the people coming around and we see the nice massage lounge out here, yeah. I, I tell you what, um, this is going to be an interesting uh, segment that we're going to make so. the best out of it. We're pretty and have ho- some fun. I know we're pretty hooked up. We're right near the charging station, the mas- massage area, and oh, the yeah. bar. Um, it's pretty, pretty cool, yeah. huh? And we get to end the day. We are. How we're, cool is that? I know. Bernard, you're the last How one. How cool is that? Well, yeah. I think it was a setup. I think right? they saved the best for friends, last. You know, they said, you know. hey, we'll, we'll let Bernard go last. Let's, let's leave out of here and go back to Dallas. Uh, but we're going to have fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, how's the show going for you so far? You know, it's absolutely great. We love the partnership with the AICPA and more especially we love the, part, the partnership with Let's Get Radical. I mean, awesome. it is. It has been something that has moved us to another level in terms of how we brand ourselves and how we promote ourselves. And I just couldn't ask for more. The people who have come by the, the booth or the table earlier today, and more importantly, the people that are gathered around here. It is, it is exciting to see. It's refreshing to see. And someone with as much passion as we have to really serve others, um, how, I mean, how much better can it be? Yeah. I mean, so tell us what you do for First Global. Well, you know, I, <laughs> um, I'm living my dream. You know, <laughs> it, is, it is something that uh, I like to say that I'm, an, I'm the biggest advocate of the industry. I'm with a company that uh, really wants to serve the community, serve the profession, but more importantly, help people honor their promises. So I, I like to say that I'm the biggest cheerleader for First Global because my job is easy. I get to go out and work with a, an extraordinarily group of individuals, most or some of those you saw today, the executive team, uh, individuals who are back in Dallas who work day in and day out to do the best job that they can to serve their clients. And I just get to go and tell the story. I get to go all over the country, um, week by week, association by association, and just speak the truth about why it's so important that tax professionals, CPAs, should engage in the services of wealth management. And it is an honor that I, that I don't take lightly and uh, wouldn't be doing anything else otherwise. So I got to ask you, how did you get into this line of work? Well, I've always been a servant. Uh, I'm from a rural town in Georgia, and I grew up uh, in, a, in a communal sense. I mean, we, we believed in helping one another and through the good times and the bad. And one of the things that uh, I 
realized early on in life is the importance of financial planning. Mm, right. wasn't, wasn't taught to me in school, didn't learn about it in college. Uh, I went into the military, I was a naval officer, and during that time, uh, I served my country. But I also found that there were many individuals who lacked financial literacy. Right, right. And so I really took it upon myself mm-hmm. to really learn as much as I possibly could uh, during that time span. And then found myself, um, I resigned from the Navy and then uh, came across an opportunity to become a financial planner. And that career started in the late 90s, 97. And I've been in it ever since. Um, my family moved from Virginia to Dallas. And that's where I met and was introduced to First Global in 2002. And I started at that point in time uh, working with financial advisors and helping them be like the liaison, helping them work better with CPA firms. Because it's a, it's a different environment for advisors as well as CPAs. And you, you need someone to be able to coach and as well as challenge it through that process. And so, and you so know, earlier in your career, you were actually advising customers. My own clients. Y- your Absolutely. own clients. Absolutely. I walked the talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I quickly learned that I loved leadership. Right. That was the military part of me. And I loved people. And so one day I made the decision, you know, in order for me to fulfill my purpose, which was to serve as many people as I could, um, could I serve more people handling my own practice, which was somewhat geographically limited? Or could I go into leadership and affect thousands of clients? Right, the ripple effect. So teaching other people how to lead. Exactly, exactly, right on. So I, I just I just love the career. I love the opportunity. I try to I try to influence as many people as I possibly can to get in this business because I am a living witness of what it can do for individuals. I've seen what it can do for other individuals, um, even to this very day. And so I enjoy the ability to be able to just show and tell people how they can impact not only their lives, but their children's lives, their families, their businesses and things of that nature. And how do CPAs react to this? You know, for the most part, everyone really understands that part of it. You know, in life, we all want joy, happiness, and meaning. And I think for every CPA that's out there, especially those who are running a successful business, they understand the noble profession that they are involved in. And from our standpoint, um, it is up to us to then be able to show them how they can take just those key characteristics and traits and values and then translate that into a very successful, um, significant wealth management practice. It's very, it's, it's an easy thing to do, but it takes uh, them having the willingness and desire to want to move forward in actually executing it. Earlier today, we, you've, you've heard from many of our uh, current advisors, from the millennials, uh, all the way up to those who are working with multi-million dollar accounting firms. And at, and at our core, we're all the same. You know, we, we just want to help people as best we can, uh, and we want to make a difference in people's lives. So you travel around and you talk to CPAs, right? And, yes. And so what are some of the common questions that you field from them? 
So there are some challenges. Initially, it is uh, centered around a couple of things. Bernard, we don't have the time for this. We understand it. We love what, what you do. But in our office, we're just limited by time. Mm -hmm. Certainly right. understandable. You know, we work with individuals who um, have multiple offices. They have a, uh, multiple partners. They're large ensemble firms. We also work with individuals who are sole practitioners. And so I understand that time can be a deterrent for them. Uh, capacity is another one. You know, we're, we're, we're busy during this time of the year. And so even though we like the concept, how do we actually fit it in to our current business? Um, and then the other primarily one is, is training. You know, we, we're not quote unquote salespeople. This isn't what we do. You know, even though they've been involved with it, you know, throughout their practice and throughout their lives, but they don't see themselves acting in that capacity to actually provide the great service to their clients that, um, uh, that they should do. So, so we, we just address each one of those. You know, we, we didn't just start this. We've been doing right, it for right. 25 years, you know, this year. So we, there, there's probably not a, an, an excuse or reason that they might have <laughs> mm -hmm. that would steer me away from the main purpose. Mm -hmm. Because it gets back to, do you want to serve your clients better? Do you want to serve them more completely? We can handle all the other stuff because we already have examples of firms that are flourishing all over this country. Small firms, mid-sized firms, large firms. So I rebuke that. And we move on to let's do what's best for the clients in totality. So have you ever had the experience where you're talking to a CPA or an association and, you know, and then they come to you, you know, they may be reluctant, right? They're like, ah, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I can handle the, all the reasons that you sure, just said. Sure, sure. But then you get a call, you get an email and you're like, they're like, Bernard, I'm ready. We're ready. And that, and that is the beauty and the joy of this business. Yeah. You know, we spend a lot of time uh, entertaining no's. <laughs> we spent a lot of time doing that. And, yeah. and, and um, when, you, when you're relentless, um, not pushy, but when you're relentless and you're committed for, to the cause, mm -hmm. then you will understand that, you know, it's just like talking to a child. You may not understand it now, mm -hmm. but what I'm doing and what I'm providing to you is beneficial not only to your clients, but also yourself and, and, and the members the employees within your actual company. So we're going to keep sharing with you the benefits of it. And hopefully one day, just like in financial planning when I had my practice, I always understood this one thing. It may not be a pain point for them now, but keep living. Mm -hmm. And as you continue to go day by day by day, Something is going to happen that's going to make you remember, hopefully First Global, but make you remember, hmm, I think we need to have further discussions. I think we need to engage in some dialogue with a firm that works exclusively with people like us, mm -hmm. people, people who want more for their business and can help their clients. So, yes, I, I tell you. They don't, they don't come that often, but when they do come, it's like a grand slam. Yeah. It's like, okay, now the light bulb is switched on. 
and now let's start the the execution phase of it yeah and so then what happens how do you help them like onboard how do you help them like get started like tell us a little bit about that so we've made it real simple for you <laughs> we made it real simple again i i go back to my philosophy of if you have the willingness and desire we realize that your accounting practice is a number one so we must eliminate the barriers of entry as best we can so that you can serve your clients better. So at First Global, we are known for having the, the resources. By that, I mean the staff, um, our loyal staff, to be able to support every single CPA firm through every step of the process. The first part of that process is, is my team, business development, really having in-depth conversations with them about this business. Right. Because we want to educate them more than, more than anything right off the bat. We want to make sure that you're educated about this particular p- profession before you engage into it. There are only so many accounting firms in this universe. So it behooves us to make sure that we are on the cutting edge of research and technology and things of that nature so that we can then share with them the good, the bad, and the ugly about this business, okay? So once we educated them, and we call it a process of basically qualifying them to make sure that they fit certain parameters, okay? And once we've qualified them, then it's about more so the mental aspect of it. Are you committed to this business? Mm -hmm. See, there's a difference between uh, having a lifestyle practice and an enterprise practice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so so, uh, in an enterprise practice, you, you take on a different mindset as I'm the CEO, I'm the, I'm the owner. I'm going to take this on the reins of this business and I'm going to launch it into the future more productively, more successfully than ever before. Um, there are many businesses and all, and albeit successful businesses as well, but there are many, many businesses that have a lifestyle practice. Okay. Um, has as their clients become involved in wealth management opportunities and bring it to them, they may uh, enact on those opportunities. Or they may see it as a hobby and a quite lucrative, successful hobby. Um, that's not really a fit for us. We want those individuals who see this as not only a service to their clients, but an integral part of their uh, business so that years from now, they've built value, enterprise value in that business that allows them to honor their promises, whether it's their promises not only to their clients, but if it's their promises to the business itself, the employees. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in this community that we so love and work in, I go around, all, I go around the country all the time and I, and I talk to CPAs and it's like, what are your challenges? Well, we, we need um, better, not better employees, but, but we need more employees. We need qualified, trained employees. We, we need succession planning. We need, you know, we need things that are on the accounting side that ultimately wealth management can help support and provide 
the solutions for. Well, right, and growth. And so one of the things is I'm a first global firm. And, and congratulations, by the way. <laughs> and what I thought was really um, cool about it was, is, you know, I decided to, to sign on and, and come with you. And then you guys coached me through the exams. Yes. So that was huge. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. If you yes. have, if you've never been, um, if you haven't been doing financial planning or whatever, um, about kind of, I'll say the barriers to entry as far as taking the exams and how First Global helps with that. So that is um, a part of it. Part of, our, part of my rationale there is um, we have to get past certain requirements in order for you to start serving your clients, and the exams is one of them. And so instead of just giving you the information and saying, go run off and go pass, we'll see you 90 days, 120 days later, no. We want to help guide you through this process, make sure that you are using uh, study materials, you're online, whatever, you're, whatever is the best way for you to learn, we want to create that environment for you so that you can get past those exams as quickly as possible. During that process, as you are preparing for those exams, and typically it will take 90 to 120 days or so, um, what we're also doing is helping you identify wealth management opportunities. So if you identify the opportunities in advance and we can then coach you on what those opportunities are and how you can relay them to your client, it makes you feel much more comfortable about being in this business. But we also share with you, look, we got a lifeline for you. You got a whole coaching and consulting team behind you at First Global that's going to guide you through this process. And no matter what size the client, if you go to our booth, you know, we have some taglines up there, be more, play large. No matter what your experience is, First Global has the technical expertise to help you help your client. If that means that we need to engage our staff to support you in that measure, that's what we'll do. If that means we need to engage other third parties in that matter, that's what we'll do. Whatever it takes for you to provide that five-star service to your clients, we are your partners to help you do that. So I understand that fully that someone who's never been in this business may feel some trepidation about, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't handle this size account because I just started in this business. No, 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 no. You have the relationship. And believe you me, it is because you have that trusted relationship with your clients, um, you already have a leg up in this process. Now it's a matter of bringing in the technical expertise to now help in the execution. And so then, so they take their exams, they get certified, they get through compliance, and then how does First Global support them when they just get started, like, you know, so each, we're opening shop, right? Yes, great lead in. So how... Okay, now that I got the exams, now what? Right. Okay? So in that process, you, every firm is assigned um, a coach for an extended period of time. And that coach will actually help them in, in one or two ways, or many ways. First, designing a business plan. Okay? It will help them in helping you become more educated about this process and this philosophy of what we like to call method 10 or complete planning. Okay. Okay. So once you're educated about it, then, it's, then it becomes a matter of what are some key talking points 
to help you with marketing, prospecting, things of that nature. Uh, we want to make you feel comfortable. But we also know that if we've identified some opportunities for you, then the first you know, six months, the first year, whatever the case may be, however long it takes, uh, you might not be ready to actually engage full on with your client. You may only be able to do just the piece of the part, maybe the introductory part or things of that nature. And, and depending upon the model that you choose, uh, we may actually outsource or go out and find an advisor for you in your practice. And so you, you're in a position whereby you don't have to take on that burden, if you see it as a burden, mm -hmm. of, of learning all the strategies and running your accounting practice. You know, many of our most successful firms, they leverage a, an advisor that we actually go out and assess and, and interview and then uh, introduce them to the, the CPA so that they can determine whether or not it's a good fit for them. So there's lots of different options, right? We, so so my, what my strategy is, has always been is if a CPA or a tax firm uh, wants to be in this business, then we are going to provide the platform, the freedom and flexibility for them to be able to be in this business. I think it's interesting that you're, you can help find them and a person to do it inside their firm if they don't want to take it on yes. themselves. My question for you is, where in all of this process should the CPA announce to their clients that they're, t they're starting a wealth management practice? So they'll announce it fully once they become registered with us. So they've passed all of their um, exams and they are now fully registered with mm -hmm. First Global. And that's part of that business building process with building the plan. So uh, we already have template emails and letters and correspondence, things of that nature, that it's all, almost like a checklist. Here's the first thing you're gonna do, second thing you're gonna do. Part of that is communicating to your clients that you've made the decision to now incorporate wealth management and why you did it. Mm -hmm. Not just that you're doing it, but, but what is it about you that made you decide that this was important for your clients? And when, so you send, you communicate that to your clients and then you, you would ask them and you will schedule them to come in and meet with you. And that's really typically how it just starts mm -hmm. off from there. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some other marketing things that you can do as well. But at the end of the day, it's about leveraging the client relationship that you have and then sharing with them that you're currently in the business. Before then, you might, you might want to gauge. <laughs> you might want to gauge your client base to see if it's uh, something that um, is beneficial. That's what we help you do on the initial side of it, what we call the qualification side. Got it. You may want to be in the business, but you know, if you want to be in the business and, and you don't have the, the clients to support it, then that might be a little challenge for you. So wouldn't you want to know that beforehand than rather going into it long term and then finding out that it's not right for you? Yeah. And, 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 and because we're dealing with such a small uh, group uh, profession rather um, it behooves us everyone in this industry to make certain that when CPAs get in this business that they have a memorable experience a positive memorable uh, experience and so 
uh, we want to make sure that, again, you're educated about the process. And do you help CPAs sort of determine what clients would be good clients for the wealth management piece? Um, we do. We do. Yeah. We, we help, you know, um, the thing about wealth management and financial planning, it means different things to different people. Right, right. So you may have some firms who define wealth management as investment management, okay? And, and we call that sort of like a one centralized focus area of a bigger pie. Because to me, wealth management is a combination of about 10, 10 things that we all face at some point in time in our lives. Retirement planning, investment planning, education planning, things of that nature. And for me, I want to make certain that when you employ this business and you engage your clients, that when your clients are coming to you saying that I'm getting ready to sell my practice, then you're thinking beyond the investment part of it. You're thinking about their families. You're thinking about what could possibly impact them, estate planning, things of that nature that would behoove you as their wealth management advisor to help them navigate through these charter, uncharted waters for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said to you before, I'm a living example of what wealth management can do. When I started my practice, uh, I learned what wealth management was and, and I embraced a comprehensive philosophy. And I argue that point every day. I, I believe so much in it because of my own experience. My parents had no quote-unquote wealth. Mm-hmm. But if it weren't for comprehensive planning and someone really speaking out to my parents about the insignificance of at that long-term care, you know, right. it would have destroyed my parents' uh, financial means, mm-hmm. which would have impacted me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not that I was selfish about it. I wanted what was best for my parents. In, in CPA firms, we always uh, talk about uh, them being in wealth management and things of that nature. But we want to make certain that they also employ wealth management skills and that they actually involve themselves and their firms in wealth management. You never know what tomorrow could bring. And tomorrow may bring an instance whereby you might need some guidance. I know an individual right now who, um, matter of fact, he's our founder. Um, he will tell you to this day it's because of proper planning, comprehensive planning, that he was able to focus and fight and beat cancer. Now, tell me that's not a good story, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's, that's the reason why we wake up every day if you lead a servant leadership life. You know, if, if you... If you really want to help people, it goes beyond the asset management piece, in, in our opinion. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It is, it is, uh, it is certainly life-changing. You can see how, how, for us, it is something that we, it's almost like, um, th- this is our core. Yeah. This is our right. culture. And, you know? and I think you can feel that from everyone at First Global. Yeah. I really do. Um, so... You know, we've been here at the show all day long yesterday. I think you guys even started a couple of days ago, right? And we try to come as early as we possibly can to meet as many people as we possibly can. 
And how has the show overall been going for you? You know, um, absolutely fabulous. You know, this is the first year that they actually, uh, as you know, they combine several different uh, conferences. And so we were, you know, just anxious to see how that would turn out. The first couple of days we were here, you know, I was just gratified to see that uh, individuals were as involved in wealth management already. You know, I've seen it progress and grow over the years as we partner with the ICPA. And so to me, that's just even more encouraging to want to go out and meet people. The people that I've met that have come up to our, our desk, norm- I mean, our booth, normally we get a fair mixture and mainly from individuals who aren't in the business. You know, I don't know if it's me or, or, or not, but all of the individuals that I've met since I've been here are in some way, shape, form, or fashion in the business. And I just couldn't. I love those conversations. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So what's your plan for what's next for tomorrow and the rest of the show? So we're going to continue networking and trying to uh, meet as many people as we possibly can. One of the things that is very important to us is that we leave behind um, the thought and the impression that this is something that every CPA and tax professional should consider almost to the point or to the point really where if you're not involved in it then you should morally and ethically think twice about this business mm-hmm. it's that important it is so yeah. important you know the the trends and the transition where we're headed as a country who better who more qualified uniquely qualified to help clients than the trusted, their trusted advisor. Right. So, yeah, I mean, who, who better to do that? Right. And, and this is coming from someone who spent eight years running their own practice. Wow. So this has been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, like, it's been a phenomenal day, a phenomenal interview. I, I mean, I can't even, like, think about leaving it on a higher <laughs> note, Bernard. You've been awesome. Yes. Thank you, Bernard. You're very, very welcome. And I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, would love to talk day in and day out about it, but um, anytime. Awesome. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. First Global was founded by CPAs who believe that accounting and tax professionals are uniquely qualified to add value to their existing client relationships by offering comprehensive wealth management services. First Global believes the time is now for one of America's most trusted professions to rise up and show the world the power of true CPA financial planning. When you partner with First Global, you can be more to your clients. Play large by unleashing the power of wealth management and let go of the idea that someone else knows what best for your clients. Visit First Global at 1stglobal.com. 